Isaiah 50 verse 4. Please say that. Isaiah 50 verse 4. I don't want you to just say it and not know where to find it. <laughs> okay, it's Isaiah 50 verse 4. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as learn. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. Amen. See, every time we come into God's house, we hope that we find something, a nugget, from the Word of God that can help us to live a Christian life that's better than yesterday's. It's very important that we continue to grow. And God continues to reveal things to us. And if we live by those things, we draw closer to Him. And if you stay in His presence, the Bible says in His presence, is fullness of joy. Fullness of joy. No matter what the enemy is coming at you with. Now, we always talk about problems. We're always talking about the enemy coming at us. That's just life because Satan has only one job. Try to make life miserable for us. Amen? But we also want to try to make life miserable for him. How do we do that? Go out and get them. Amen? (laughs) Steal them from his kingdom. He hates that. Because God strengthens you. Tonight, it seems like we've already started talking about everything that I want to share tonight. I think Pastor Roy alluded to that. Uh, Saying what the Father says. Saying only what the Father says. So important. You know, when you look at scriptures, Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, they were now ready to go possess the land. But there were giants in the land, and they had to fight. And God gave them a formula, which is still the formula that we have today. If we will follow that formula, we will be successful. We will be victorious. We will be more than conquerors. He tells this, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. In other words, if it will not depart from your mouth, you're constantly saying the book. The words of God. That's what God wants for us. If we have to be victorious, we cannot let the word of God depart from our mouth. That means we have to search to find what God has said and act on the word by what? Saying the words. Saying the words. Pastor Roy alluded to that. What you want. Just don't speak words, speak from the word. And we'll come into that. It says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. You know why you meditate in it day and night? When you meditate, you moderate to yourself, it keeps coming out of your mouth. It flows. It's like Jesus said, this water in you will spring out into everlasting life. The water is the word. It springs from us. It says, this book of the law, go back. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it. You shall meditate in it day and night. It's constantly 
going through your mind. As the enemy is attacking you with all kinds of thoughts, trying to speak to you, you speaking back, not your words, but the words of the Father. Over and over again. This is how you are able to observe all that is written in it. Because when you observe all that is written in it, you will be more than a conqueror. That's just the truth. When you do the word, then you are able to observe. When you speak the word constantly, you meditate in it day and night, then you are able to do. If you don't do it, then you are not able to do all that is written in the book. Then you won't be successful. So he gave us a formula right here. If you do this, he says, for then, after you've done that, after you've been speaking the word and meditating in the word, speaking the words of the Father... Then you will make your way prosperous. Why? Because the word is working for you. The word is working for you. You see, in the creation, God didn't have to go build anything. God didn't need oxygen and hydrogen. I'm going science. And putting them to form water. All he had to do was speak. And the word worked for him. And God is saying, I'm giving you the same formula because you were created in my image. Do the same thing. The word will work for you. The word will help you live according to what is written in the book. So you line yourself with the word of God. And then the word will work for you. Because it says, for then you will make your way prosperous. How? Through the words you're speaking. Through the words you're speaking. You'll make your way prosperous. And then, when you do this, then you will have good success. There is bad success and there is good success. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich. And God does not add sorrow to it. And look at what he says. Have I not commanded you? See? Speaking the word is a commandment. Saying the word is not a preacher saying confession, confession, confess the word of God. No, it is a commandment. Have I not commanded you? And God says, when you do this, be strong. Because there are certain circumstances that are going to come into your life that will want you to make the opposite confession. God, I know God says that. But, let's come to reality, flesh, what I see with my eyes. So God says, you need courage to do this. He says, have I not commanded you? I've already commanded you do this, but you need courage. Be strong and of a good courage. Don't be afraid, because there are things that will make you to be afraid. Things that will make you want to abandon your confession. Circumstances real looking at you right in your face. And threatening you and telling you, your confession is not working, I'm here. But the Bible says, then you will have good success. You will. Nothing will shake the word of God. Don't be afraid. Nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So God's with us wherever we go. How do we connect? 
when we speak his word. Amen? God says, get courage, keep speaking the word. I'll be with you and, and, and the word will work for you. The word will work for you. The word of the Father. It will always work for us. Now, everything that God does, he does through his word. We know that. Everything, that God doesn't mold bricks to build. He speaks. If God will heal, he speaks. The Bible tells us in Psalm 107, verse 20, it says, in verse 21, I put verse 21 back there. I usually just stay with verse 20. Uh, but it tells us this. He sent his word. And healed them. So what healed them? The word that was sent. God healed them, yes. But it was the word that was sent to do the healing. So it's the same word. Everything that God does, He does through His word. That's why God left us with this document. So we know what God has said. So we can say the same thing, agree with what God has said, say what God has said, refuse to abandon what God has said, regardless of the circumstances around us, we stay with it, and God will come through. The first thing is, am I really lining up with God in the way my life is, you know? When that's taken care of, I don't know where the thing is coming from. It's coming from the enemy. I know how to defeat the enemy. Through what the word says. Confidence in the word. Even in the presence of opposing circumstances. You're still confident in what God says. That's when we will make it. So things are bad, but you can still smile. Because you know, by faith, God's going to work for you. God's going to work for you. He sent his word. You see, God's trying to tell us. It's the word that does it. This is healing now. If you're going to be healed, I know we want hands laid on somebody, but when God does it, it's His Word that's doing it. His Word. I need to really move because there's a lot of stuff I want to share here concerning the Word and speaking the Word. When we speak the Word, we make the Word alive in our own lives. Just meditating on the word or just thinking about the word, that's one thing. But speaking it from your mouth, even if you are afraid and worried, it's a good thing. Because the word goes to work. It's God's word. Okay, it's God's word. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from all their destructions. All. Say with me, all. What's the meaning of all? All means all. <laughs> all of their destructions. There was things coming at you to destroy you. That's the enemy's work. But God sends his word to bring deliverance and healing. Finances need healing. Hello. Relationships need healing. Heal them doesn't mean just physical healing. Your relationship can need healing. If it's not right, it's sick. And God can make it right. How? Through His 
word. How do we put the word to work? This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. It's so simple. You know, Paul talked about the simplicity of the gospel, right? We try to make it so complicated and people get so super spiritual, they miss it completely. Because it's just by the word. I can't do anything but what the word does for me. You don't have what it takes. I don't. I've got to depend on the word of God and trust that I'm in line with that word for it to work for me. So when you do that, he says, Oh, that man will give thanks to the Lord for his goodness. You know why? Because he gave us the word. Amen? For his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. His wonderful works. I'd like to go to another scripture. I'm not quoting, but the Bible tells us about, I'm basically talking about everything that God does, he, he does through his word. He says, God is upholding the universe by what? The word of his power. God's not out there holding the earth and moving it around, you know. He does all of that by his word. All by his word. God's telling us how wonderful his word. Upholding all things by the word of his power. Everything, atoms, whatever you want, everything is held together. Your own life held together by the word of God. That's the way God has set it. Set it up and we stay that way. Let me say this. The word of God is living. I found out the scriptures. Very important. God's word is alive. God's word has eyes. Hello? The word of God is a living being. That's why Jesus tells us, the word that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. The word of God is a living being. And when you contact the word and it's part of you, you live. When you allow the word into your life, you come alive. When you believe the word and you repeat what God has said in faith, whatever is dying comes back alive. Because the word of God is life. The word of God is a living being. I just found this is true. And because it's a living being, it can work for you, can move things for you, can bring healing into your life. He's a living being. He's God. Listen to these scriptures, please. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12 and 13. It says, for the word of God is living, right? The word of God, not just God, but the word of God, the word that you read, the Father's word, that God wants you to speak constantly from your mouth and not stay away from doing that and meditating it even in your sleep. Think about it. He says that word of God is living and powerful. Not just living, it's powerful. Can do anything. And sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and of spirit and of joints and marrows, and is a discerner of the thoughts of the intents of the heart of man. He knows what you're thinking. See, that's the word. 
It's a living being. The Word of God knows what you're thinking. When you are confused about what's going on in your mind, He knows what's going on there. He knows what's right. The Word of God, not God now, remember what He says. He started here for the Word of God, right? So He's a designer. The Word designs. He knows when you're in trouble. He can design. Even before you know you're in trouble, the Word of God already knows. That's why God wants us to speak the Word. Because that's where, how, for us, that's how we embrace the Word, we contact the Word, we bring the Word into life as we speak the Word. You don't speak, when the Bible tells us very clearly, let the weak say, yeah. So, seeing is very important. You're feeling weak. You're feeling fearful. That's what naturally you want to say. But you are not just a natural person. You have been born again. You have the Spirit of God. And you have the Spirit of your Father. And God won't say those things. So God has advised us. He's told us, don't say that word. Say the opposite. Let the weak say, I am strong. Why? Because God's with you. Because God's with you. It's a dishonor of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Then notice what it says about the word. And there is no creature hidden from his sight. Whose sight? The sight of the word. We started with the word, right? No creature is hidden from the sight of the word. So the word of God has eyes. When you read in Revelation, you have beings that have eyes all over. The Word of God has eyes. Sees you, knows what you're doing, knows what your heart's saying, knows everything. And God says, when you speak that, you've embraced life. You've embraced this Word of God inside of you. There is no creature. So you're not hidden from the Word of God. It's just you are not saying the Word. That's the problem. He sees you. But all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we have to give account. Did you know that the word of God is what's going to be judging people at the end? I'll show you from scriptures later. The real judge is the word of God. And the last day is the word that is going to judge mankind. I like to be on the word side, don't you? I want to be on the word side. I want to be doing that so everything that's come out of my mouth is the word. So when I stand before the word, I have the word to say for my defense, okay? It's the word. So the word is what's important. We have to speak the word. Everything we accomplish. In God has to come through His Word. That's basically what we know. There are a lot of scriptures about the Word, but I picked some of these that I need to share tonight just to help me and help us realize we need to stay close to the Word. You see, people stray and come up with crazy ideas and justify them because they have abandoned the Word. They are leaning on their own understanding, their own wisdom, and they can't see because your heart's so far from God, because the word is not there. 
But if the word is there, the word will help you to discern where you're going wrong. Right? The word will not allow you to go the other way. The word is there. He's a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the hearts of, of men. So he knows that's not the right thing, son. And you know the word. It comes up because you've been speaking the word. You act one way and the word says, no, you can't do that because this is what we've been saying. This book of the Lord shall not depart from your mouth. We meditate in it day and night so we never get away from the word. Then you'll make your way successful. It's the word. It's just the word. It's many times we read about David. David was an unusual person. All those psalms. I mean, those things were all just going on from it because he was anointed of the Holy Spirit. His Holy Spirit was upon him. And the Spirit was speaking through him. Through his thoughts. As he was writing them. The Lord is my shepherd. And he writes all this stuff. He's constantly repeating God's word. No wonder he's such a great king. he was such a great king. Because the word was constantly flowing from him. Constantly flowing from him. You can't, you can't defeat the man. No matter how hard you try. You just can't. He's got the word around him. The word is a living being. I can surround myself with the word. That's the force you can go through. It's so powerful. The word of God. Even our salvation is the way God's trying to help us understand. You can't be saved without the word. We're not talking about faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's not what we're talking about. Until you speak the word, you can't get saved. You can't. You can hear it, but until it comes out of your mouth, you can't get saved. That's why preachers try to help us. Let's, conf- let's pray this prayer, right? You know what they're trying to do? They're trying to make you say the words. That's what we're doing. And if you agree with us, then you've said the word, and then the Spirit can come in. Nothing happens without the word. You've got to say the word. Let me read this scripture. It's so important. In Romans chapter 10, verse 6, it says, But the righteousness of faith. So there is a righteousness that is of the flesh, of man. Man's righteousness. I'm better than you. I don't kill. I don't murder anybody. I don't steal. I'm a good person. Uh, you can't make it. The righteousness that is accepted with God is called the righteousness of faith. It's not what you've done. It's the righteousness that's born from the word of God. You can't beat that righteousness. Your own self-righteousness will not stand in the presence of a holy God. So you need the righteousness of faith, which is born out of the word of God. And that's pure. Because the word of God is God himself. So if you have the righteousness of faith that's born out of the word of God, then you have the righteousness of God. You can't be judged. You're free from judgment. So he tells us this, but the righteousness of faith speaks in this way. So righteousness speaks. But it's the righteousness of faith. We're always talking about words, right? The righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Do not say in your heart, who will ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from above, or who will descend into the abyss, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? What does the righteousness of faith say? 
I'd like you to say that with me. What does it say? Say it with me. What does it say? Look at what it says. The word is near you. I said it's a living being, right? Something that is not living cannot be near you, right? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. So the message we're preaching is the word of faith that we preach. And as we preach the word, because you understand, the word sits right by you. Say, are you going to confess me or not? You know what I'm talking about? And if you say, yeah, I'm going to do that, it jumps into your mouth and into your heart, right? <laughs> and now you have to say it. Sometimes we are afraid to say it because you don't, we are, I don't know what he'll think. He'll think I'm not. Well, then you have a problem. Because now is a time not to care what anybody thinks, right? Because I want that righteousness of faith. I want it. So the word is near you. Even in your mouth and in your heart. is the word of faith that we preach. That if you, what? Confess with my mouth, right? Is that what it says? If you confess with your mouth. Okay? the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. How do you get saved? You have to say it. You have to not just believe it alone. That's the problem people have. They say, well, I believe that, but you've never said it. I believe in healing, but you've never said it. I believe God can do this, but you've never said it. But God says to say it Constantly, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Even if the circumstances are contrary to what the book of the law says, what the scripture says, I keep saying it. Till I get my redemption, my freedom, my turnaround, whatever that is that I'm looking for. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Then it tells you a principle, a law, that we all have to live by. For the reason you get saved is because there is a spiritual law that's working, that's at work. If you do this, it says because when you do this, the reason you will be saved is because with the heart, one believes unto righteousness. Right? And with the mouth, confession is made unto your deliverance, your freedom. So until you say it from your mouth, you just believe it in your heart. I've got to say it. I think that one of the reasons God wants us to witness to people, to share with them about what we believe, one of the reasons is because it's a double-edged sword. It's cutting that way and it's cutting back to you also. But because you believe, you're being renewed. And God is change, changing your life from glory to glory. So you watch people who share the word a lot. Things begin to happen. They have no idea, but that's what it is. So we need to share that word. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. 
Now, I, I need to go back, cut some stuff off, because I want to finish with this tonight. Jesus, I put this word, Jesus is insight for living. I mean, you heard insight for living? Yeah. Jesus is insight for living. This is what Jesus said. He said, Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself. But what he sees the Father do. So everything that Jesus did while he was here, he was observing his Father. I don't know how that happened, but he was, watched, he was observing his Father. Before this, he says, My Father, this was after he healed the man who was by that uh, uh, pool that the angels stirred, the man who was sick for maybe 30 something years. Yeah. After I healed, they said, you healed him on the Sabbath day. You healed on the Sabbath day. Jesus said, my father is walking up till now and I walk. And they questioned him further. Then he started saying this. He says, very clearly, most assuredly, I'm telling you the truth, he says, I say to you, the son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the father do. For whatever he does, whatever the father does, the son also does how? In like manner. In like manner. But this thing has been recorded for us. You know, Jesus prayed for the deaf. How did he do it? He put his finger, right? Well, I want to do that. If I feel led. If I do what the father did, or what Jesus did, he was our example. Guess what? It works. It works. It will always work. We have to step out in faith, believing this is how he did it. And I'm going to do what the Father did. Jesus said, I'm not doing my stuff. I only do what I see my Father do. Why is it recorded for us? Because we should do what we saw, what we see from the scriptures. Jesus did what he did here in the scriptures. That's why he was so successful. He never did anything on his own. He was observing his Father. You know, let me tell you this. I was just today, just meditating on it. I just recall when Jesus, I, I'll go further. I have a lot in my head. But this is so important that we observe. Even when we are praying for people, you don't do it the same way because sometimes you come and God says, don't say a word. And you try to speak and it's like, no. If you override it, no success. I've had that happen. I'm trying to say something and he gets in. I guess somebody I testified, Angela was telling me, I was going to pray for a lady here by job and I get checked and I said, I'm not going to pray for you because God has already answered. The phone rang. That was in church a few days back. The phone rang. About the same time I was talking, she's found a job. But I didn't feel like praying for her. I just knew something inside me said, no, you don't pray for her. And I obeyed. But if I had prayed, that would be another thing. Am I real spiritual? I don't know. I just got that check in there. And all of you have it. Amen? We all have it. We just, learn to li- we just need to learn to listen to it. So that's what Jesus said. We're coming, going further on this. Um, it says, for whatever he does, the son also does in like manner. 
For the Father loves the Son. How many know we're loved by God? The Father loves the Son and shows Him all things that He Himself does. And God's still doing the same thing today. Amen? God's still doing the same thing. He loves us. And He's showing us everything that He's doing. And He will show Him greater works than these that you may marvel. Now, in, in John chapter 12, verse 14, I mean, verse 47, and five, uh, through 50, this is very important. This is saying what he says. He says, And if anyone hears my words and does not believe, I do not judge him. We talk about the word being the judge, right? Remember, living, we talked about that earlier. I do not judge him. For... I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. He gave us his mission. He who rejects me and does not receive my words, have that which judges him. Who judges him? The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last day. We talked about that. The world is living. It's the world that is going to be the judge in the last day. According to Jesus. Verse 49. For I have not spoken on my own authority. The way you are going to be judged by the word. They were not Jesus' words. Jesus said, I didn't speak of my own authority. But the Father who sent me gave me a command. So the words that Jesus spoke, they were given to him by a command. Just like we said first. I mean, in, in uh, Joshua chapter 1, have I not commanded you, speak the words, right? We, we went through that. The words Jesus spoke, they were a command from his Father. But the Father who sent me gave me a command, what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that his command is everlasting life. So you see, we go back to Joshua chapter 1. The command is speaking his word. That's everlasting life. Therefore, whatever I speak, just as the Father told me, so I speak. So every time Jesus was saying something, those were not his words. He was speaking exactly what his Father was saying to him. That makes sense. Remember they brought a, a woman to Jesus and they were asking him a question about, she's saying, well, this woman, we caught her in the very act of adultery. And Jesus never answered. He was writing on the writing. And they kept asking him, I wonder why was he doing that? Why was he writing? I thought he was writing, hey, you old man there, remember when you did this stuff? And the guy just did this. Oh, I remember that. I'm not... I don't know why I have this stone in my hand. And then you young men there, you remember you lied yesterday? Whatever. I don't know what he was writing. But he waited for a while. And then he raised himself and then he just answered them and that was the end of it. He spoke exactly what the Father gave to him to speak. End of matter. And went right back to what he was doing. That's the point about this. 
Everything that Jesus said to us, he was speaking the Father's word. Thank God we have his word here. And we can go and search those words and begin to speak those words over our lives. He says here, and I know his commandment is everlasting life. The word that he told me to speak, that's everlasting life. If I speak the word, I will be successful. And that's what he did. Everything. Basically, he told us, I only, see, I only do what I see my father do. I can see your talk, and then I can talk after you, right? So everything he was doing, basically, he got from his father. And we can be quiet and ask the father, what should I do? I read a story of a businessman of wealth, and people brought all kinds of proposals. Uh, proposals to him for him to do and they were great and they said I, I don't know what preacher was saying this but every time you give him something he likes it but he won't answer you he says sir uh, give me five minutes let me go in and ask my heavenly father and the guy is saying ask your heavenly father what is this he'll go in and talk to God and then he'll come back I said, your proposal is nice, but uh, my father said not to do this. <laughs> they said he was very successful. Amen? Because he was leaning on God. Amen? We can do the same. I've preached a long time. <laughs> We're going to stop here. Stand up with me tonight. I pray you got something out of this tonight. And... Um, Let's stay with the word. No matter what's coming at us, let's stay with the word. You know, the word can actually, the word of, word of God is God. The word of God is love. Because God is love. And the Bible says, perfect love casts out all fears. I can continue to speak the word, not listening to it. Speak it. Listening to it is good. But, let it come out of your mouth. Even if it disagrees with how, what you're feeling inside, that's not the important thing. Let the word be exalted above what's happening in your heart. Amen. Let's lift our hands up to the Lord tonight and, and just thank him for his word. That he sent his word. Jesus came into the world. He was the word of God. God sent his word to bless us. He sent his word to bless us. Father, we are blessed because you sent your word. You sent your word to bless us. No matter how we feel, no matter what the enemy does, his attacks and all, you sent your word to bless us. To bless us, God. We thank you. We are the blessed of the Lord. You blessed us to be a blessing. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. And God's people said... Amen.